We are back. What's going on, everyone? Gio here. I'm joined this week once again by Mr. Sean Wingblade from Flick and Wheel. And we are discussing Halo Episode 2, titled Unbound, right? Unbound. Unbound, yes. Yeah. Which is very telling to the story that we get to see. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to talk about in this episode. Thank you so much for joining us, whether you're watching on live or on playback. Uh, Sean, how you doing, man? No, good. Uh, long day at work, but got home just in time <laughs> and uh, got to watch the episode through twice, actually, while I was working. Don't tell my bosses, please. But, oh, yeah. wow. You know, we got to fit things in. OK, you know, we don't have time for all this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so. Let's recap a little bit of uh, last week. Um, so basically a small town, Madrigal, yeah. and a uh, town full of rebels, Covenant invades, absolute destruction. I mean, we talk about a violent epic yes. introduction of the alien Covenant, specifically the elites who mm-hmm. are the seven, comes across an artifact. Uh, they call it a relic. Mm-hmm. And... Turns out he can activate it in a way that no other people can. Right. And it freaks the Covenant out. It freaks the UNSC out, everybody. And uh, things just go crazy from there. John ends up turning on the UNSC, uh, sort of turning by disobeying orders. The UNSC is forced to send the Spartans to go and hunt down their most decorated in badass spartan out of all of them right and while that's happening the unsc is trying to um, do some politics and cover up for the destruction that happened and you know that's kind of what put john in this predicament and so episode two picks up right where episode one left off Mm -hmm. and uh you know we we don't have to go beat by beat of the episode but i want to real quick get your uh just a quick summary of what you thought of this episode coming off of the first one well first one had quite a bit of action to start right right off the jump we see the destruction of the town and uh, on is it, is it was magical the town or there's the encampment or the whole planet i can't i can't remember they just kept referring it to as magical so i just magical, assumed it was the yeah. whole planet but yeah. uh we see that destruction um, and then we see, you know, the Spartans come in and raise hell against the Covenant elites that were there. And then this one was much more of the backstory because from Jump we see, I think it says twenty-two years ago, and we see mm-hmm. him as a younger kid with his uh, with his partner Soren, um, who we meet the older version, Bokeem Woodbine, later on in the episode. And this is much more of I feel like a less of the action, more of like a character study almost of. John and Sorn, their relationship from kids to now adulthood, and uh, John himself, you know, struggling with essentially what he just did uh, and what what he just committed, you know, from his whole life, and he just committed this, you know, treason essentially, like right, disobeying treason, orders yeah. and stuff against the UNSC. And then also on the other side, we're seeing more of the um, motivations of like Halsey and the other generals and the people in command, essentially, of the UNSC. And and seeing what are they what are they up to and what kind of what is their end goals type of thing, mm. and so it was interesting and it was cool. Less action if you were here for a gunfight. There wasn't much of that at all. 
if any. I don't think there's any at all, actually. Um, so I liked it. I, I liked the episode because I'm on board with the series, but I can see where it can turn some people off too, um, because more of John outside of his helmet, <laughs> outside of his right. suit altogether. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, the, the game, the people from the, the, that are so stuck on the game and going, he never takes his helmet off, which we saw a lot of on the internet and review shows and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Um, I, I don't think that they're going to be happy with this episode, um, but you know, we, we can get more into it, uh, whatever you want to speak about, but overall I dug it. It was a great continuation. Um, and I'm, I'm still on board. Yeah, I love the word that you use character study. It's more mm-hmm. this episode was more about the man underneath the Spartan helmet right. that is uh John 117. And um to your point, I I think the only thing that came close to a firefight was that extremist who took over the young girl's planet or mm-hmm. I guess city, let's call it a town and was and it showed once again how violent the show is. Mm-hmm. He's literally putting bullets into these people, their head, and like it's like really intense, man. That's right. just and the, I like how in the episode it's all like, okay, this is a partnership between UNSC and us, and mm-hmm. so it's just once again paints a bad picture of the UNSC. Um, for myself, I, I didn't think this episode was bad, but it was definitely a slow burner in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I thought the last 20 minutes really picked up, Mm -hmm. um, from the moment where he, uh, is holding the relic, talking to somebody who was taken prisoner by the covenant Mm -hmm. and has just totally lost his mind. He's whacked out. Yeah. Completely whacked out. Um, and uh, Reth, from that Reth point on, Roth, Roth or I'm sorry, I can't. Roth, the name Roth or Reth, Reth, Reth. I think that yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, um, but I, I thought we learned a lot more about John and mm-hmm. just the in, inner conflict that he has. You know, he's programmed to be this way, to think a certain way, even down to his taste. Like he doesn't taste. You yeah. Know? And um, we're introduced early on to this uh, um, character, 066. I forget mm-hmm. his name. Um, Soren. Soren. That's mm-hmm. it. And we learn more about John through Soren mm-hmm. and just how their relationship was, their brief relationship. Um Let's start with, uh, I, I know I said we're, we're not going to go beat by beat, but let's start <laughs> on that relationship and how mm-hmm. it begins. Um, John is, you can kind of see that, you know, at some point in the beginning, John wanted to leave the program, yeah. the Spartan program, but he's just way too hardwired to go against their orders and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so when he meets up with Soren, it turns into no, you were not escaping. You're not doing mm-hmm. this. I will fire my weapon. And Soren manages to talk him out of killing him and gives him all but five minutes. Mm-hmm. I love that little introduction. It paid off as soon as we saw him again um, in present day. And um, it, it only added more to both of their relation, their relationship 
and John's as well. But how'd you feel about all of that? Yeah, it definitely gave us an inkling that um, whatever happened when he took touched the relic, um, which we learned through the dialogue, um, is it, called a keystone, right? Um, mm-hmm. With the uh, the head covenant people, which I, I'm forgetting. What what are those guys floating in the chairs now? I, I would keep forgetting the name. Uh, oh, you mean the, the uh, aliens? Uh, yeah, the covenant guys. The, in the, chair. the prophets. They're called the prophets. prophets. I keep forgetting yeah. the prophets and um, yeah. and the lady, and I can't remember her name either. But um, we we see that even before John touched that and actually got the um, awakening, right? I mm-hmm. guess of, of his memories, he already had this like little rebellious side to him. So he was already at least in the moral compass of wanting to do the right thing or wanting to get away. I suppose. And I think from the conditioning uh, that, you know, the UNSC does, he obviously, it gets pushed down, right? It gets subdued. And it's because he becomes the, the master chief we know him to be right. later on. But he had that part of him. And so this thing just awoken that up, right? It just, it just let it out finally. And he could flourish and actually save uh, Quan's life. And, uh, when he tells Soren, he's like, I'll give you five minutes. And so I was thinking, like, okay, he's just going to say that. And, and, and uh, Soren, he goes, give me 10. He goes, nah, you got five. <laughs> and he goes off. Right. And I was thinking, okay, cool. We're going to see this character later, which we do. We see him later. But, and this is just me writing in my own head. It disappointed me that John did actually go wake up the whole camp because he straight up says, you only gave me five minutes. They shot me out of the air. I had to live off a bark for yeah. days or weeks or whatever it months. was. It was months. Yeah, yeah, months. And so I was like, oh, John straight up went and told him. I was thinking like John might actually like give him, you know, give him some time and not actually, you know, <laughs> not actually send send everyone after him. No, I guess yeah. not. He did what he said he was going to do. Um, but, you know, there's where that at least that, um, uh, you know, they they still had that friendship, that kinship, I guess, that that allowed Soren to actually help him out when he showed up on his doorstep, type of thing. Um, he knew he could go to that one person, the only person he knows out of the the whole UNSC. So, I was thinking that there was gonna be a swerve, there was gonna be a turn. Maybe he would turn him in for the bounty. Sorry, my dogs are barking. Maybe okay. he would turn him in for the bounty, but. Mm-hmm. They didn't happen, at least not that we saw yet. Maybe that's something going to be, you know, down the road in the series. Maybe we'll find out he's a bad guy. He seems like a good guy from his family stuff. So hopefully he stays that way because I'd really like him to be an actual positive character instead of like a scummy guy. But that's just me writing in my own head. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was it was a good look at his, you know, the underside of what we knew John to what we didn't yet know John to be. Yeah, as closed off as John is, uh, we certainly, like I previously said, learn more about his character through Mm. the way others see him. And that's definitely true with uh, Soren. And like yourself, I got the feeling that is he going to pull a fast one and, you know, lead Mm -hmm. the UNSC to him? And not only does he get a bounty out of it, but now he's back in their good graces. So there's certainly a lot for Soren to gain by, you know, turning John in. I'm keeping my eye on him. I'm, I'm not leading. I'm not taking that out of the realm of possibility yet. Right. Um, yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, John leaves the kid. Quan is her name. Quan. Mm hmm. 
Quan behind, Quan, which yeah. I mean, I don't know if I, I mean, I guess I agree with that in the sense that he's going back to the UNSC. His next best option would be, you know, to leave that, you know, with, with, uh, with Soren. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what do you make of the prophets and them sending a human to go and retrieve the artifact? Well, I don't she think was they're clearly even... pushing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're not the necessarily mission. sending. She is like demanding it. So she holds some sort of sway. And I'm curious because we see her in, in, a, in a scene where she's undressing. And mm-hmm. I'm assuming getting into maybe maybe she's going to try to sneak in. So she's going to like go undercover and wear some sort of, you know, actual human clothing instead of whatever dress gown thing she was wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, she holds some sway over whatever's going on with the prophets and what what their plan is like. She's she has some charge and they obviously need to listen to her. But we see her undressing and she has scars and she's been through some stuff. So I'm curious if that'll come back around like either John caused it or maybe they grew up together or maybe something to do with John's flashbacks will come out to be like, oh, they're brother and sister or, you know, something like that, especially since apparently they are the only two that can activate the keystone Uh, because we see Soren do it. We see uh, Roth try to do it and Mm -hmm. didn't work for either of them, but obviously worked for John in this mystery woman so i i think they're definitely related somehow or linked they're linked together somehow you know how how that is i don't know we'll find out man i can't help but think like so there's obviously a lot of passionate fans on twitter who are you know already disliking the direction of this show and can you imagine if they did something like that to the master chief character (laughs) well uh one thing and and we've ahead, said it from ahead, the beginning. Ahead. I know nothing about the, the novels, so he might have a family. And obviously, they're going with the family flashbacks. He had a family. Right. Uh, who, who's to say he doesn't have a sister? Now, I don't remember any woman ever being part of the Covenant. You know, them having a human uh, liaison or whatever. I don't remember mm. any of that. <laughs> so they definitely didn't touch on that in the games. But, the, the, you know, could have been in the books. And that could be some of the deeper, you know, the deeper stuff they get into. I don't know. Yeah, I, he didn't have many relationships in the game outside of uh, Master Sergeant Johnson, who I, man, bring him in episode two, uh, season two, please. Like, <laughs> yeah, I found out he's not going to be in this first season. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I was, thinking, or, I was thinking Keys would be the analog for him is what I was. I was yeah, assuming. Uh, Keys. And then Cortana. Mm-hmm. We called it. We yep. said uh, there's a real possibility she could show up in the very next episode. And while it's not the little blue, you know, AI figure that we used to see, not we yet. see a, a human form right mm-hmm. there. And she is awakened. And um, I love how it led into that. It wasn't just boom, right there. Cortana is right. there. It's kind of a, a slow introduction and it makes sense. I mean, the UNSC, they're trying to figure out how to control Master Chief without destroying him. Because like mm-hmm. they said in that council meeting, he is their only chance at or their best chance, him and the Spartans, right. at defeating the Covenant. 
Um, by the way, we didn't see that much of the covenant we didn't. Um, in there. We saw a great shot, in my opinion, of one of the elites without their helmet. It, I think mm -hmm. it was the Arbiter, right? Pretty sure it was the Arbiter. I mean, we don't. He. This was the guy. He was in the cave. He was in the cave when the Spartans got the Keystone first, because you see him run away. They chased after him. He, he took off in, yeah. in the in the uh, in the Covenant ship. And uh, so I'm. I was just assuming that was the same one because he was telling the story of you know with via sign language like of what John did with the thing. And so yeah. yeah, so I could. I mean, it could be the Arbiter. Maybe he's like, hey, this guy can do the same thing. I'm on his side. You know, he's the. Uh, he's not like all the rest of them. He's not normal. I don't know. It could be. Could be the same guy. We. He didn't speak at all. I think even via subtitles. I don't remember him speaking, but maybe I'm remembering wrong. By the way, side note, the subtitles on I, I still have an Xbox one. I don't have an Xbox Series X yet, but man, the subtitles on that is bad. I had to switch to, to the Mac and watch oh. the rest because the subtitles are so small and then it made oh, no really? sense. Okay. Like the color of the fonts was black, so I couldn't even read, you know, when there was a dark setting somewhere. Yeah, yeah. there's not a edit option on the Paramount Plus app for Xbox. No. Oh. No, it's either you okay. choose the language of your subtitle and then audio, and that's it. So that's I don't so. know. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the world of, I think they call it rubble. It's where people go mm -hmm. who don't want to follow any orders or whatnot. Reminded right. me of uh, Demolition Man and mm -hmm. how Edgar Friendly underground and whatnot. By the way, that transportation system <laughs> that they use is insane <laughs> i mean they take a cart and then it goes off a cliff and then it latches onto a cable and goes yep. down it's like can you imagine if something a malfunction happened and it didn't you know latch on and boom there you go and credits directed by blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well you'd just be floating through space then you're just you would just be you're floating. just floating <laughs> just go off a cliff man you know but you know I, they have like a national guard system where they have a recovery system they're like ah oh, man cable we missed another cable <laughs> they go better. pick up boxcar number four it's out right it's drifting off <laughs> it's gonna uh, it's getting close to the sun <laughs> <laughs> hurry um I enjoyed the whole visuals of, of mm -hmm. that whole system and environment for myself. I I can't remember if I've seen anything like that before. I thought it was creative and I'm speaking for myself. Maybe you have, but the first, um, uh, first thing I thought of was guardians of the galaxy. When they go into the head of the celestial, uh, when yes. they go into nowhere and that whole mining colony there, that yeah. was the first thing okay. I thought. But then, yeah, that what, what you said, um, well, when they were walking through the streets, exactly what you said, demolition, man, like that's that's such a perfect analog because you have this guy in charge who's running this band of, you know, misfits and drug dealers, criminals, basically mm -hmm. anyone who wants to get away from living under the rule of the governing body, the UNSC the or UNSC, whoever yeah. else. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's where all the rebels hang out, basically. Yeah, I mean, just take out the rat burger for the churro, and there you go. <laughs> yeah, right. I brought churros. <laughs> uh, right. Um, and uh, the the fact that they sh they introduced us to a character who had previously been kidnapped by the Alien Covenant made me think of, so the hum let's call her the human represent 
representative of mm-hmm. of the uh, prophets and whatnot. Were they just going through humans trying to find the right one? I mean, you know, because we yeah. as right now we we don't have that much backstory on that and how they handled all of that. But mm-hmm. did you get the same thing that I did as far as like these prophets? <clears throat> like, why would they I think humans? You know, like. I think that's definitely going to be something that we find out. I think that they're obviously playing to the history of John. Where did John come from? Right. Um, mm-hmm. That's what the, the keystone is unlocking in his mind is these memories. And I think they're going to tie together. That's my assumption. That's my, that's my, that's my own story being written in my head is that they're going to tie together that he and her have some sort of history together. And there will probably be a memory or a flashback or, you know, the start of this episode itself was a flashback 22 years prior. So there will be some sort of, you know, one side, the UNAC tearing John out of the home and then the other side, the covenant tearing her out of the home. Maybe I'm just writing a bad story in my head. Maybe that's what's going to happen. I don't know. The blessed ones. There you go. Blessed ones. Yeah, that's what that's what he called them when he touched the relic. Yeah, yeah. You are the you blessed are a blessed yeah exactly Gordon Gordon is the blessed one too you know, he's, <laughs> anytime he uh, shows up he's always clutch with uh, his comments <laughs> um, real quick we got a few other people here we got Derpy Gaming I've enjoyed this show so far I'm good mm-hmm. hang around I yeah. I got good feelings after the way this episode ended right. um, I like the mo- momentum that they have. John Boos, as someone who jumped on multiplayer visiting friends' houses and only getting whiffs of the story, the show seems pretty dope so far. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You pro- probably that first episode hit major nostalgia for you. I mean, because <laughs> that firefight was all like from the sound design and everything. Right. and uh, the That machine. might be actually the perfect target audience, to be honest, is the multiplayer gamer. And and people who have never known any of the story, right? Because mm-hmm. um, I any game I ever play, whether it be Call of Duty, Halo, whatever, I always play the story first. I enjoy the story. It helps you learn how to play the game, and then I'll push it through, and then you know jump into multiplayer afterwards. I, I literally will not play the multiplayer until I finish the story. Um, but and because this show is such a divergent from the story of the original Halo. Right. Maybe that those are the people who are getting upset about the departures from the from the original story. But it became famous, right? The game hit just the stratosphere. And so now it now Call of Duty and other games too, because of the multiplayer, because of the online play. And oh, some sure. people just like my buddy Xbox guy, he's always been Call of Duty. He's literally never played a Halo game. He got the latest Halo game. He didn't touch the story. He just hopped right into the multiplayer. He, he, he doesn't even care about that. He just knows cool guys and cool outfits. You can customize your colors, customize your gun, like all that stuff. He has no idea what the story is. And so Some, that uh, is like, yeah, yeah, that is like the perfect target audience. Them and, you know, other people who just want to watch good drama on TV, which I think this is. And but that that is that is exactly who they're going for. So, yeah, John Booz, you're 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 the, you're the right guy. And that's probably exactly what Paramount, and you know, Showtime want to hear. Right. And it also helps when you have Steven Spielberg who looks over all the scripts and is like, yeah. okay, yeah, this works. Right. Um, so where do we go from here? Obviously, we're going to see Cortana and Master mm-hmm. Chief and the two of them pair together. And so yeah. it would be like a conscious, right? 
I mean, well, um, the general, general admiral, um, I can't remember her ranking. The the person yeah. overseeing Halsey, she straight up says after she was yeah. kind of ambushed with the whole Cortana thing that she told straight up told her like, hey, cloning's illegal. You can't do this. And mm-hmm. then she brings it up in front of the whole council. And she's like, all right, well, now I have to say something about it. She says like, hey, yeah, let's try it out on John. He'll be our test subject. So I don't think that they're going to do this to all the Spartans yet until they figure out if it works with John first but that's why we're going to get this sole relationship between cortana and john which is part a huge part of the game is their relationship and the story and and how they um how she be kind of becomes like his conscious his best mm-hmm. friend his love i don't i don't know if they love obviously you know she's she's an inanimate but like mentally and emotionally right they're linked together so so well right and um it's going to be the UNSC trying to control everything, but I think John is obviously going to fight that control, and mm-hmm. instead of her running him, they're going to be partnered together, and that's going to, who knows where else the story will go on from there, but they're going to be like on an adventure, essentially, I think, to unlock John's memories and kind of uncover the bigger truth about what this thing is, and why is it a weapon, why did the Covenant want it? Excuse me. And as that general says, or that admiral says, hey, well, if they want it, we want it. Right? If the covenant wants it for something, so do we. We need to figure out what they want it for, and we're going to sure. use it the same way, right? And we got a little more of a indication that the rings, the halo rings, mm-hmm. coming up, coming yep. up in the next couple of episodes. And, um, you know, I just, I think so much about the game, the lore and whatnot, and how much they can fit into this to this first season. You know, in the last mm-hmm. episode, we saw a little bit of the flood. We didn't actually see the parasites, but they were there and they were terrorizing the humans. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be introduced to the halo ring or rings. Um, I think they said there were seven, right? Seven rings, something like that. I missed, and, that, I missed um, that part. Yeah. And see what that plays into it. And then obviously we're going to have the infiltrator by the human covenant. Um, mm-hmm. They have a name for, her. I can't remember what the name is called, but um, we'll see what happens with that. I mean, does the relic, how long does the relic stay on reach? Um, not long. It's either going to go with master chief or it's going to get stolen. Right. I mean, I, w- I would assume until they try to activate it. <laughs> right. And, and, and then they're they like, oh, out, crap. They find out John's the only one who can activate it. Yeah. Um, Is her name Maki? M-A-K-E-E? The human that's with the prophet? Yeah. Is that her? Or am I looking at it? Uh, might or, be. Um, or is that Leia? No, Leia was um, Soren's wife. Yeah. So it must be Mike. M A K E. Hey, let me I ask think. you real, real quick. How'd you feel mm-hmm. about so streaming? You know, not always the best visuals. Did it take you out of this episode at times, or how'd you feel about that? Um, trying to think of a moment. I, I thought that Soren's. Sure body and his apparent uh, regrown oh, arm the arm yeah was a little weird um and then later when we see bokeem woodbine playing him and and 
his person, whoever that was that first pulled the gun on um, Master Chief when they walked into the to the alleyway, mm-hmm. and he goes and puts a jacket on him right away. I thought that was just like a little weird. <laughs> like as soon as he walks up and he's like, "Oh, this is if he wanted you dead." He's like, "Oh, cool, thanks for the jacket." Um, uh, and it's like, dude, he just walked into frame. Why are you throwing a jacket on him? It was kind of interesting the way, just the way that scene played out. Um, graphics wise, no, I thought it was, and I thought the um, thought they like the the light speed travel was really cool. We're going through yeah, space the and then the, the asteroid. Mm-hmm. I thought that whole, I, I, yeah, none of the graphics really seemed off to me. Um, and the profits looked great in this one, maybe because it was more of a wide shot. It wasn't so close to him. I don't know, right. but I, I enjoyed it all. I, di- I didn't see any issues, but did, did, did you have a specific problem? Uh, there was one shot where it, it pans over reach and then it, as it goes around the, the building, it focuses in on uh, Dr. Housley oh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and the commander. And I thought that was a little bit, but you okay. know, like, for every one of those, there was two great shots, and I'm okay. thinking of the up close of the elite mm-hmm. who was reporting to the prophets, and then just the whole zip lining of yeah. the, <laughs> the way they, you know, I, I can't get over that. That was just mm-hmm. really impressive to see. Okay, so um, any expectations you have for the next episode? Anything you want them to not waste any time on and go into, or something that hasn't been yet? introduced i mean pr- pretty obvious that we're going to get cortana introduced to john right, right. you know as, as soon as the episode starts mm-hmm. i wonder what we're gonna see now that because the whole scene where he left um rubble and left Quan behind it kind of made it feel to me like it was a slow motion shot even like that's the last time we're gonna see them together there and we might start seeing two divergent storylines happening so John is now off his adventure to figure it out. And he and, and Quan and, and uh, Soren are playing like support from afar. Or we're going to see now that we know these two different sets of characters, we're going to see Soren helping Quan to maybe stage a rebellion to go back to Madrigal to overtake mm. Vin, Vinish, Vinisher. I can't remember the guy's name. Yeah, yeah. Um, it starts with a V. Um yeah, I have See it here. Venture. Venture. Yeah, venture. Yeah. And so maybe that and you know, she's gonna like take up arms with like, you know, let's get out of this floating piece of rubble in space and let's go down to the island, you know, the island, the uh the planet or something like maybe something like that's gonna happen. Um, but I but it just the way that scene played made me feel like that's the last time we're gonna see those two together, um, at least for a while. So that's we're going to see the the seeds of both of those divergent storylines starting out is, is my anticipation for the next episode. I like the idea that um, Quan goes and starts a rebellion. Mm-hmm. They show her a couple of times looking at the monitor. Yes, exactly. And just focused in on that. And uh, that would be something I, I would like to see. And it would mm-hmm. also give the opportunity for Cortana and, master chief to build that relationship that works so well in the video games i mean Mm -hmm. i think about that i think about to a a far less campy extent the um eddie brock venom relationship you know and all that um so i i do like that i didn't it didn't cross my mind that that could be the last time we see them together Mm -hmm. 
but it would be something that I would welcome uh, right. given the introduction of new characters and just how much ground they're going to pretty soon have to have to cover. Right. Uh, before we uh, get going here and get out of here, just a couple more uh, comments. Gordon says, I thought Quan was going to sneak onto the ship. Yeah, that would have been a little yeah. cliche, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm going to ignore your orders and, you know, hide <laughs> the cargo. But then, you know, can you imagine uh, Master Chief, um, he as he's walking away from the Pelican taken into custody, imagine <laughs> if he looks back and sees Quan taken into custody. He was like, oh, damn it. Because we just did. I just now I have you. this to worry about, too. <laughs> yeah, I just hid you. Right. John Boo is the less funny scientist from Pacific Rim must be <laughs> overthrown. Bernie Gorman <laughs> plays a fantastic. His name is Burn Gorman, and, he, and he's in a. He's also in The Dark Knight Rises. He plays yeah. a fantastic, like creepy guy, mm -hmm. and you you always think he's gonna be a bad guy, and this is the first time like you actually kind of see him like being just brutal, um, brutal, ruthless. And, and, yeah. yeah, exactly. So I I know I I enjoy him, but he's obviously playing very good, like sinister type of just an evil human, an evil person. So. And the epitome of why the um, UNSC has such a bad rap, you know. Yes, like, exactly. Yeah. He needs to go soon. Yeah, uh, right. But that's going to do it for us. Thank you so much for joining us. Those of you in the chat, Halo episode two. You guys have been leaving your thoughts on this episode. And um, we love it. We love having you here. Love having you here, Sean. Always a hey. good time talking to you um, about Halo. Before we go, plug anywhere they could find you online, what you're up to. Uh, so tomorrow, uh, Jesse and I over on Flick and Reel, which is right here on the on the telly. Uh, Flick and Reel on YouTube. Check us out. Come uh, subscribe to our channel. Uh, we're trying to you know work our way up. We're gonna do kind of like a, a weekend review, and then so we're gonna we're gonna talk uh, Moon Knight. We're gonna talk Halo. We're gonna talk Schmodown. If you guys are enjoy the Schmodown, uh, tune into tomorrow's episode. I think you'll be. Uh, pleasantly surprised with with who is competing, and uh, I think that uh, maybe talk the Oscars. I don't know. We'll see if we get around to it. We don't. We typically try to keep it more uh, pop culture type of stuff, not necessarily touch on all the drama that happened. But uh, we're gonna do a weekend review, bring back our speakeasy, and just hang out, shoot the shit. It's our it's our normal weekly like a kind of a wind down show. All right, you guys look forward to that. And you can find me on Twitter at FandomUnited21, Apocaflix now every Tuesday. And, excuse me, Marvel Rewind is back <laughs> on Wednesdays. So we are busy over here on the channel. And uh, thanks again to everyone in the chat for stopping by. And, um, you know, real quick. Yeah, one more. Real quick, we can rate it. Sir, rate this Halo series. How much stars will you give 10 out of mm. uh and i know what you mean i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it a seven seven out of ten for myself i was thinking so i far. was thinking seven to eight i don't like doing a seven point i hate when people do like seven point eight out of ten no like just do it do it out of a hundred then why not but uh, <laughs> uh i think i'm i'm on a seven nearing an eight it can definitely land as an eight i want to see a little more action i think that's the one thing i'm missing mm -hmm. is is more of the gunplay i think it'd be fun because i really liked in the first episode how they got hopped into his visor and so mm -hmm. you could see part of that when he was fighting the covenant what's up star and so i think i'd like a little more of that but i'm digging everything else so far 
I will rate the series as a whole once the episode or the season is over. I think that's the best way is to look back on it. Each episode itself is I'll, I'll give it a seven, um, but it has so much room for improvement. And seven's not a bad thing, too. I think, you know, four or five is a bad thing. Seven's a good thing. It's doing oh, yeah. exactly. It's doing its job. And we have seven episodes left. So yeah. stay tuned. We're right at that point now where everyone who has seen and given out their early reviews of the first two episodes now from this mm-hmm. point on, it's going to be a whole new discovery for everybody. And join right. us next Thursday uh, for the Halo series review episode three. And that'll be at 630 Pacific time for Sean, for Geo. Now do it. You guys have a good one. Take care. Yeah.